Hey, I'm MJ Taller, also known as a black wine guy. I went from being a totally obsessed wine newbie to becoming the world's first ever African-American fine and rare wine auctioneer in less than three years. In this show, I'll be talking to the mavericks, the philosophers, the players, and the deep thinkers who inhabit the world of wine. They'll share their experiences on how they made it, but more importantly, how they failed and got back up again. So grab a glass and let's get to it. This is the Black Wine Guy Experience. Hey everybody, what's up? It's your boy MJ. Welcome to the Black Wine Guy Experience live from Hello Grappa. We're here at Hometown Barbecue in Industry City, Brooklyn. And uh, we are at the Hello Grappa Authentic Spirit Bartender slash Mixologist Contest where we have some of New York City's top mixologists competing for a cash prize of $3,000. They're going to craft their own unique cocktails from Grappa. Um, If you guys listened to the podcast earlier this week that I dropped on Tuesday, I had um, had, uh, Michael from... Michael Wangbickler from Ball Zach Communications, and he has been a part of putting together these events. The Hello Grappa campaign was a three-year event to bring awareness to this uniquely different spirit. Uh, Grappa is one of the few spirits that is distilled from grapes, so it's right up there with cognac and brandy. Um, it's a great product because it's super sustainable they're taking the leftovers and making it something new uh and one of the things that has happened is grappa is here to um i don't want to say changes image but expand his image so that's why they're having mixologists you know it's a spirit um like tequila a spirit like bourbon like whiskey um but it is uniquely different and i'm really excited to see what these uh, mixologists bring together. So uh, I'm sitting here in the podcast lounge at Hello Grappa and uh, waiting for them to get the contest started. And over the course of the evening, uh, we're going to have, hopefully we'll have several of the mixologists come through, step in. But uh, yeah, that's what's up. You know how MJ do. Uh, And uh, yeah, I'll be back, everybody. And I'm back. And no, this is not a big-ass glass of grappa. It's water. (laughs) <laughs> but it is, we are in New York City, more specifically, we are in Brooklyn, we are on Red Hook, so I don't expect people to start arriving for probably another 50 minutes, <laughs> so we'll see what's going on. I'm going to stay hydrated. Had a uh, Five Burrows IPA earlier on a quasi-empty stomach, and uh, you know, I drink a lot of wine, you guys know that, but somehow those IPAs hit different. Going to my head. Um, and I got to make it through these grappa cocktails. Fortunately, I'm not a judge, but you know, I am one who really, I like to keep it real and authentic. So I'm going to taste these. And, uh, you know, I, that's probably going to be at least, I think they have two flights, at least 12 cocktails. But fortunately, I think it'll be a little, little tasty taste. So we'll see. Yeah. I should wave my friend Lisa Tolini over. Lisa? Lisa? I'm waving to her. Lisa? Come, come here. Come here. Come, come. 
Come, come, my dear. How are you? Sit down for a second. Be my first little guest here. Okay. Oh my God! All right, everybody, we got our first guest. So we. This is my dear friend Lisa Tonini. Hello, hello. You might have heard the podcast for early Lisa. What's going on here tonight? Oh, it's going. Away. It's a. It's an incredible adventure. Uh, there are going to be bartenders uh, competing fighting for the best grappa cocktail <laughs> ever. I love the Italian, it's fighting. Fighting. Yeah, that would be very Italian to fight. Because grappa is rough. <laughs> it is. It is strong, it's so it's they <laughs> have to fight. <laughs> but what's, uh, how do you say um, strong in Italian? Forte. 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 Yes. So they're going to name the cocktail Fortissimo. Ah. Which is, no, it's an idea. It is an idea. So, Lisa, if you didn't listen to the podcast that dropped on Tuesday, she is the uh, marketing communications director. What's your family's uh, grappa again? Tosolini. To wow, go figure. It's named Tosolini. after the family. Tosolini. Yeah. And um, I think we're getting ready to start it. So, Lisa, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Here, my dear. I'll see Good you later. Luck. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Some people are starting to come in. Lisa's amazing. Third generation uh, grappa distiller uh, was started by her her grandfather actually check this out 1943 during World War two and now uh, her and her two brothers are running the uh, family business you gotta love the sounds of ice going over Prosecco I'm looking at the bar I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna go full frontal Italian and uh, do some Agrappa and Prosecco cocktail. Can't wait to try that one right there. Yeah, it sounds good, right? <laughs> sounds really good. And there's, there's, there's a, you know, and there's a great couple over there. They look very Italian. His wife's got on like the silk pajama set. He's got on the polos, right? He's got the white jeans and the black polo. <laughs> She's got her, her glass. I wonder if she's a judge. They, they look very European. They look very judged. Yeah, they, they, they're very, very authentic, you know. I, I'm feeling, I went up to a lot of the mixologists slash bartenders, um, invited them to come over. So I think they're in there. They got their game face on. I think once the, the first uh, flight of bartenders go through, uh, some will come over, you know. But we're just excited to be here. I might have to go get some grappa samples. Yeah, I think I might have to do that. I mean, you know what? I'm going to get some grappa samples. I'll be right back with the grappa. Woo, baby. So this actually, um, I was here with uh, Lisa Tolini. This is her family. This is her grappa. Uh, fun fact behind the scenes, when I recorded with her, it was at 10 a.m. on a Monday. I was not having grappa at 10 a.m. I had a whole day ahead of me. And... Uh, Woo! This has got the nose to prove it. Um, and, you know, I think one of the, 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 the appreciating that, like this is a uh, cuvee of a bunch of different grapes. is like their, their um, entry level. Um, but their, their style is smoother. But I can also see, like, it has, it has the nose of a spirit. So it's going to be interesting to see what, how the bartenders work. I think there's so much that, obviously there's so much that can be done with this. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna sip on that. Woo! Yeah, that's for that's for men. I don't know if I'm man enough for that. Wow. Yeah, wow. but it's very smooth. But it it, it it is um, it's not for the faint of heart. So what's the, what's the after? 
Yeah, no, um, it's very floral on the back end. And licorice-y. Yeah, little anise. Um, it's always, I love working with the crew from a shared universe because they're interactive. You guys are the best, man. Sometimes you work with people and they're just like, does, they're sitting there, but. Yeah. All right, it sounds like we're getting started. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Oh, my goodness. We're live. We're live. To the people? Everybody? Well, you know, we, we were going to be live, but they have shitty Wi-Fi, so. So this is recorded. It's recorded, but we are going to stream it later. We might do some edits, but I don't really do a lot of edits. Everybody, tell everybody who you are. I am Kelly. I host the A Cork in the Road podcast. I'm a wine educator in Atlanta, Georgia. And I am meeting you for the first time in person. This is pretty oh, cool. Oh, <laughs> no. I like, wait, you know, you see people come in, right? So here's the thing about social media. I was like, I was like, okay, I, where do I know her from? But I never met you. And then you, and I was like, that's a cork in the road. Okay, but didn't you, did you know how tall I was? Because that's the first thing everybody um, said. I had, no, no, I think I had a, I had a pretty good idea. I didn't know you were that tall, but I knew you weren't, you know, I knew you weren't 5'4". Okay, because <laughs> you know? people don't recognize me because, like, you, yeah. you can't be that tall. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, you're all up here for Atlanta for this event. Flew up this afternoon, and I fly back in the morning, but I did go on a tour with Hello Grappa in the fall to okay. go to a lot of these producers, and it was a really cool opportunity just to connect the wine regions with, like, this recyclable, full-circle product. So, I was like, why not? I'll go to Italy let's learn about this and I geek out about beverages all the time yeah. so it's this segment I knew nothing about and I learned about distillates and like saw these amazing machines so for me it was a big connection to the region and how they're expressing the the leftover the reusable product through the grappa it was fascinating yeah. so then they said we're doing this con this cocktail competition can you come to town I booked a flight and here I am that's amazing. I'm ready to judge all of these eleven cocktails. I know. I, I I'm I was like I'm like is it, I'm like is it a compliment or that I'm podcasting or I'm offended I'm not a judge? I was like the judges are so illustrious they all have podcasts too. I think that you could judge a cocktail. I don't think that that was a misstep. No, I know. I, I know that you can judge a cocktail. No, I, I mean think, we all have opinions. I yeah. feel like if we podcast we have opinions. Well, that's it, right? That's it. So, um, tell everybody so. You've been how long you been podcasting for? Because you've been at it. You have a you got a number of episodes. You did episode one hundred eight. I just saw like today. episode one hundred eight. You are so cool to drop the exact <laughs> number of my podcast. But yeah, I, I passed the hundred episode mark, which was a big deal because when I started, I started dabbling in like twenty sixteen. I think okay. it was. But I wasn't serious about it. I would go months in between recording yeah. things. I didn't really know what to do. And once I reached in this you know at home time during covid, COVID is yeah. when i became more consistent with it it was a way for me to keep talking about wine with people that i didn't see regularly and what i found through those conversations is it connected not only me back to the industry but it connected people in the industry to each other yeah. right now when i put out an episode it's people that are distributors in atlanta or the southeast and then they meet the retail shop owner they'll listen to their episode and they're like they're, you know they'll say oh i didn't know anything about that part of their life and so to me i'm finding this interconnection between the professionals that are on the show, which is so unexpectedly awesome. Yeah, yeah. I no, never imagined that. Yeah, no, I found that too. People have said to me, you know, like, you know, that guy was my roommate in college, and he talked more on your podcast than he did in the whole year we lived together, or, or just, um, 
you know, I've never heard that story before. I'm very story oriented. I'm not, I mean, obviously I have a, a certain amount of wine knowledge, but I don't, I don't consider myself the wine educator route. I'm just like, I just like to drink and talk shit. So, um, but you drink good stuff I, and you know, good people. Yeah. I do. yeah well, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you that's that. a, yeah, I got that going for me, which is nice. Um, but how did you, um, get into wine? Oh, I have to think back because actually it was very early on in my life. I, I mean, not drinking I know, it the way like, I do now, but I mean, she's like she's like 25. So I was, I was well, when I was five years old, I broke into Grampy, Grampy's liquor cabinet. Don't tell them. No, um, no. My dad was really into wine, okay. and he was in this corporate environment where he was the guy that got the wine list at yeah. all these client dinners. And so in my house, he found that wine was a tool for these conversations to have in the business setting. Yep. So very early on I just saw my dad socializing with people they I mean not just wine but he was buying wine traveling for wine talking about wine all the time so then after grad school I didn't have a job and so there was a winery near me I was going to school in Virginia and I thought what else do I know about I know about wine yeah. so I just started working part-time at the winery in the tasting room and from that point when I actually got into the winery and got to give tours and work with my winemaker it was like oh this is this is what I love this is what I'm really good at and I enjoyed the conversations I was having with guests the entire time at the winery so that's where it all started that was in 2011 that okay. I started working at the winery yeah nice. that's why I did have to think back see now I'm, I feel old now but thank you yes yeah you have no idea how old I am so that's a, that's a joke like 2011 is so not long ago to most people it is but I look at some people's birth dates on their IDs. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, well, you know, here I am. <laughs> so, um, that's amazing. So, you know, I had uh, Dan Petrosky on, and that's kind of how he got into wine. He was in corporate. He worked for, like, Goldman or somebody. You got the card. You're taking guests out, and you, you have learned. So, that, that completely makes sense. Um, and so, uh, what winery in Virginia? Because Virginia wine is now, I mean, I've known about Virginia wine since the late 90s when I started wine business. Horton Cab Franc, Horton Viognier, OGs of the wine Drop game. Dropping Horton, there. you do Drop know your Horton. Virginia wine, okay? Yeah, yeah. I I'm just, I, I could be a wine educator. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> Got to stay too sober for that shit. You're too busy podcasting. I'm too no, well, I'm just too busy just drinking and talking shit. But um, which winery did you work at? I worked at Cross Keys Vineyards. Okay. They're in the Shenandoah Valley, yep. so it's about two hours outside of DC. But I got a lot of guests from all over the Northeast. Mm -hmm. I've had people from Pennsylvania, from Maryland, from New York, from Long Island. I yeah. had a lot of guests that would come to the winery because it was a great vacation spot. And actually today, one of the competitors, I was just talking to him, he's okay. from Pennsylvania. Okay. And he said that he has Virginia wines at his restaurant where he's at. And they've found that it's a great connection with the wineries because then people will try it at the West restaurant in Pennsylvania. And then they look them up and they go visit them in Virginia because they can sense. drive to it. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was getting guests from all over, mostly DC area mm -hmm. on vacation, but it really connected a lot of people to what Virginia was doing at yeah, the time yeah. and people sometimes people would walk into the winery and I'd be the first person that they ever saw at a winery they'd never been before and I was their first ever visit that oh, wow. happened that happened quite a bit actually oh, right. which was really neat I mean yeah I mean ostensibly here in the Northeast I mean you got Long Island I mean Finger Lakes things have changed but like when most people go to visit wine country they think California and if you're not in California they don't go visit um, and, you know, I, I've been impressed by what's going on in Virginia lately. 
Um, and Maryland has some stuff out of Maryland that's very interesting. I have heard about this. Yeah. I haven't had Maryland no, wine yet, no. but it's exciting. And yeah. I will say, even from when I was in Virginia, when I taste wines now, where I go back to visit, it has just exponentially improved. Mm. It's wild. It was already starting. I'm not saying that it wasn't amazing at the time, but it just keeps getting better. And I think as a wine industry here domestically, that should be really exciting. Yeah. That's the cool part is that they're getting better every vintage. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Mm. And you're, I mean, in addition to your podcast and your wine education events and traveling to Italy to meet distillers. And <laughs> to learn about spirits. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean... You're also like the uh, Southeast educator for Ross Knoll. You uh, know Diane and that whole crew, don't you? You do, you know, yes. I, I fucking know everybody. You that's, do. That you know the like Song TV crew. I, 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 I you know, know them all. Yeah, I met Diane very long ago actually as well too at the Psalm 3 movie premiere in Napa Valley. See, I didn't get invited to the Psalm 3 movie premiere in oh, Napa no, no. Valley. But I didn't get invited. <laughs> this is not an invite. I won a contest, MJ. I was like, uh, I was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, damn, good for you. <laughs> I, won I won a contest back when in the early days of Instagram yep. and oh, Jason wow. and all of them, they said, yeah. come on out. You're the winner of the contest. So I go out. I watched the movie. I'm meeting with everybody. Diane and I have stayed in touch since yeah. then. I randomly hear from her. She tells me she's starting a winery and she wants to sell the wine in Georgia. Will you help me get the word out in Georgia? And it was one of those full circle moments because I respect so much what she's doing already in the wine industry and with the media side of things. Yeah. And then I learned about her Rossnell project and was beyond thrilled to, to talk that story through the wine like it was uh it was an incredible opportunity that's so awesome so let's turn back to grop and i'm gonna let you go get your cocktail i gotta go get a drink MJ. i know you pulled me over before i, I even well, had any grop come on you were a striking woman i was like i was like wait a minute that's <laughs> that's a quirk and you know it's so funny when people like you could name them by their instagram profile i was like I know. that's a quirk of the world um so, um, did you like how I didn't even mention that I have a podcast? Though? I know, but the other guy did. Though. The other guy did. I almost <laughs> went and grabbed the mic back and be like, "Oh wait, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "You should have." <laughs> I am not a good marketer. I just I don't know talk about, about that, wine all but, the time. But um, so we're here, Grappa, which is a very unique spirit, like cognac and brandy, because it's distilled from uh, leftover products from grapes. So it, it is very intricately related to wine. Um, what are you most excited about after after visiting the, the distillers and now being here, Joe? What are you most excited about uh, for the future of Grappa here in the United States? Ooh, good question, MJ, as I'm sitting in what I feel is the epicenter of their movement with this. But what's happening tonight is probably what I would say I'm most excited about. I always figured that a cocktail would be the best way to introduce somebody to this flavor profile. Yep. So for me, it's very exploratory for both people that like wine, but also from the spirit side. And that's the crew that was on the visits in the fall. It was people from the spirits world and from the wine world. And we saw the center of the Venn diagram was grappa. So for me, if people can express these mm. very unique flavors in cocktail, I think it opens up to a whole new audience of beverage professionals to think about the regions where these grapes come from, speak to the wine side, but then also bring in the flavors that maybe they've never used before at the cocktail side. So yeah, the, the center of the Venn diagram, putting, a putting together a cool grappa cocktail is 
pretty awesome. Right I'm on. really pumped about it. Right on. Well, thank you so much for stopping over. Thanks for thanks for saying hi. Oh I'm my pleasure. I'm so thrilled. I want to be here for person. like the next three hours. So come back. I'll come back. Oh, I see you have a whole crew. I just realized this. Okay. Well, your setup is impressive from a from a podcasting world. I see all the cords. I see all the audio. Way to go. It is very impressive. (laughs) It's not doesn't make the podcast very profitable, but the the fucking production's off the roof. (laughs) It looks very professional. (laughs) It is. It is. That's how I roll. So you know we're at the epicenter, so I got to do it right. So thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you. Cheers to you. I can't wait to come visit you down here. Come to Atlanta anytime. All right. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) Bye. I had the Tosalini because I had Lisa. I did a podcast on Monday okay. with Lisa and Michael, and uh, we released that. So I, but it was at ten o'clock in the morning. I don't drink at ten o'clock <laughs> in the morning unless I've been up all night. This is the week, though. If there's a yeah, week in so, Brooklyn, BCB. So keep your mic a little closer. Okay. And Are we chatting. Hey, hey, right, right, your boy MJ. I'm back. Who am I with? I just met. I'm pulling judges off the sideline. Who am I with? What's You're your with name? Mandy Neglich. Drinks Man- with Mandy is how. Mandy Neglich. Drinks with Mandy. That's people know is, me. Is that your IG? Yes. Drinks with Mandy. Okay, I'm gonna go check drinks with Mandy out. There Mandy. So yeah. where are you from? Where am I from? I'm from Dallas, Texas. Okay. But I've been in New York for nine I years. I saw. You. I thought I saw those. I got my cactuses <laughs> on you too. Got repping. <laughs> where in Texas? I love Texas. Where? Um, Dallas. Oh, so, so. you said Dallas. Okay. But I went to school at TCU. Go Frogs. Okay. The so. horned horned frogs. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, nice Christian girl here at the judging the grappa <laughs> contest. Yeah. I love it. Um, so you've been in New York nine years and. Mm. Uh, you're judging this contest. Yes. What is your date? Are you just a full-time grappa judge, or what's your day? <laughs> I wish. If, yeah, if right, there was right. a full-time job, oh. we could do it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a writer. I actually have a book coming out in two weeks called How to Taste. Ooh! It's a certified taster. Ooh, see how your judge. boy do? I just, I love this. I just, <laughs> congratulations on the book. That's Thank amazing. You so much. Yeah. And yeah. Um, when you talk about tasting, is it is it the spectrum of wine, spirits, and beer, or is it? A, or do you have a specialty, or are you just? I started my training in beer. Okay. Um, I'm an advanced cicerone, which is nice. takes a lot of yeah, tasting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I started to spread out. I'm a certified cider professional. Have my W set in spirits, and the book is actually tasting everything: honey, olive oil, oh, wow. um, chocolate, all kinds of experts. Uh, so it was really fun to report. And now I feel like I know so much about tasting. Oh, I love that. Oh my god. Yeah. Might have to have a full proper podcast with you. Yeah. Girl from definitely. Texas. Um, and so, um, what inspired you to write the book, though? Because that's a major undertaking. I mean, that's no joke. Yeah. Um, so, pre-pandemic, I was doing tons of live classes, okay. like blind tastings all yeah. the time. That was really how I was making making the money. And then, obviously, when things are shut down, you can't be tasting together. So, yeah. I was like, I need to take what I teach in class, put it into a book, get some more experts on it. Um, so, yeah, a little pandemic project. Three years later, it's actually uh, coming out. That's so. that's incredible. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. So, what are you most excited about uh, here at this event? Because uh, Grappa is not a. It's not. I mean, it's been around forever, right? Mm-hmm. Since like, I mean, ever. Yeah. Like before the Pope, if there is even such a thing. <laughs> um, but it, it doesn't have uh, the notoriety. Um, you know, um, yeah. I love this. Dude, you're walking on the set, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he needs he needs a phone charger. I actually know he needs a phone charger. I'll take I'll take care of you in a second, man. <laughs> this is just this is why I love this shit. Yeah. Um so as someone who's starting beer and and, and as refined your palate across everything. Yeah. Um what is exciting to you about uh this grappa event? 
I think people have an idea of what grappa is, that it's kind of like, um, you know, a spirit made from essentially a waste product. It's kind of like a bottom shelf product. Right. And it's really not. There's so many kinds right. of grappa, right. Right. aging, flavoring. It tastes so different. And I really think seeing it in cocktails is something people don't expect and should look for more. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, listen, um, I will get your information reconnect yeah. uh, before you leave. Uh, would love to talk to you some more, but thanks for coming over. So nice Definitely. to meet you. Let's get a selfie. Oh, yeah, and actually, um, yeah, let's get a selfie. And um, do, do you have a website for your book yet? You can tell people where they can find your book. HowToTasteBook.com. Yeah. HowToTasteBook.com. There you go. There All right, go. so we're going to do the... I've only said that 300 times. The obligatory <laughs> selfie. Mic's up. <laughs> that light is kind of wild. That's very, yeah. yeah. Don't forget to tag me, oh, at Black Wine yeah, Guy, my definitely. dear. Yes. Yeah, awesome. no, I got to find you. What yeah. is it, Black Wine Black Guy? Black Wine Guy. Yes. Oh, you're the best. I will follow you back. Yeah. Yeah. When's, yeah. Well, my thing is, like, who would I want to have a drink with? That's really what my whole premise is. It's not, I know about wine. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't need to prove how much I know about wine to people. That's not my thing. So when I started the podcast, it was like, oh, who's cool? Who do I want to drink a bottle of wine with? So you're cool. I want to drink something with you. Exactly. All right. Your boy MJ's got greasy lips. Okay. Use my hand. Um, so this young man was sitting over there with his with his girlfriend, and um, he's like, "I was like, if you walk through, you're gonna be on film." He's like, "It's okay. I just want to know where you're from." And I said, hey, I'm from Red Bank. He's from Tom's River. So we're from basically a half hour apart in New Jersey. So everybody, what's your, and, and hold your mic up. What's your name? Leo. Say it again? Leo. That is Leo. Okay, Leo. Leo. That is not a Tom's River accent. So you moved to Tom's River from where, Leo? From Republic of Georgia. Okay, I know Republic of Georgia. Yeah. One of my first uh, European girlfriends was from Georgia. Her name okay. was... Layla Chakra, she was from Tbilisi though. Tbilisi, I'm from capital city, okay. same, same town. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, how did you end up at this Hello Grappa event tonight? Oh, just, you know, my wife's friend worked. My friend's wife worked this company. Okay. So, they, she invited us, you know, and we came. Okay. So, yeah. what do you think so far? I, you know, just be honestly, I never really much drinker person. Okay. Because I'm a sportsman, okay. MMA athlete, so I like sports. But that's a good event, you know, I like it. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, when I was an athlete, I didn't drink, but I thought drinking, drinking is so much easier than being an athlete. So I have a lot of respect for you. <laughs> oh my God, so how long have you been doing MMA? Like almost, uh, uh, no, four years. Oh wow, oh, that's four. awesome. I have a couple certificates from Jersey State. Okay. I practice with the UFC fighters, ex-UFC fighters, George Sullivan, Edson Barbosa, uh -huh. and many other things. So we love it, you know. I am a healthy guy, and I like it sport. You yeah, know, that's good. Time. And it's important to be healthy. Yeah. Um, I do try. I'm an old man. I'm 55, so I try and keep in shape. Yeah. I used to, I studied martial arts for years. I was a kickboxing instructor, and I studied a martial art called. Um, Hapkido. Hapkido. Yeah, when yeah. I was in California. So I, I, and when I was doing that, I was not drinking. But then, like, I, I moved back from California. I couldn't find a Hapkido dojo, you know. So I train at home. It's not the same. So, yeah. um, but that's great, man. Well, thanks for coming out, supporting Thank your you. wife and her friend. And Thank you. Nice to meet you not, again. Let's go say hello, man. Good <laughs> to meet you, man. Nice to meet you again. <laughs> yeah. And so one day, maybe we, we meet, 
Martin times River or Red Bull. Exactly, sounds good. It'd be great. Uh, and you know, listen, maybe uh, if you have, you know, if you have a competition, maybe come. Where do you do, you do in Atlantic City? Where do they have competitions? Do you? you come? Yeah, yeah, like I plan the competition. Okay. Maybe next year, next summer. Okay. But because Atlantic City, North Jersey, it's the good places for that. Yeah. And why not? Because okay. Already, I have two certificates, and we will see. Okay. Very good, man. Thank well, you. so good to meet you. Good luck, Thank brother. You. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming over. That's awesome, Leo. Thanks, brother. <laughs> I'm here with a professional. Um, one of the judges. Tell everybody what your name is and where you're from. Uh, my name is Eric Castro, uh, based out of San Diego. Uh, I have a bar there named Rings by Wolves, and uh, I also host a Bartender Large podcast. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. How long have you been doing your podcast? Shoot. Maybe about five years now? Damn, man. So you're a real podcaster. Like, yeah, we're on like, we do them every week. No, you're a real, it's real like a podcaster. 450 episodes. You're a real yeah. podcast. No, no, because you know I've started less than three years ago. I'm like on 115, and I drop, I drop, and I try to drop every week. So people don't understand it's how a, hard it is to do. Like, to there's drop a every lot week, of work man. to it. Yeah, without repeating topics or right. getting stale or, or kind yeah. of feeling like you're retreading the same material over and over. Yeah. So you flew in from San Diego for this? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to. Um, I uh, I used to live out here. Though. I used to bartend out here in New York. Okay, nice. Yeah, so nice. I, I still have a lot of my friends out here Very who, are, cool. who are part of that community. So okay. I try to get out here pretty often. I was even out here for two months at the beginning of the year. Oh, sweet. I was here for January and February. Well, that's good, dude. Yeah. Well, that's a better time to be in San Diego. But uh, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Although, if you were going to do it this year, we had like so many 50-degree days. It wasn't, it wasn't too it bad. Was no, super mild. It wasn't too bad. Um, so how long have you been a bartender? Maybe about 20 years. Okay. Yeah, about 20 years. L long time when I first got started, I was working in like uh, restaurants. I worked in a brewery for a long time. Okay. So I was mostly just making like you know margaritas out of sour mix. Sure, sure. Uh, long Island ICs, uh, uh, drinks of that. All, all the classics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know those drinks put me through college. Exactly. You know, so so I'm really happy for that. But once I discovered the craft cocktail years later, just everything changed for me. Yeah. Where was uh, were you um, out here in New York when when the craft cocktail scene kind of blew up? Was really, I was in Northern California. I was oh. I was working at Tequila Bar in Sacramento. Okay, I have, I have a little bit of family there. My brother and his kids live out there. Okay, so I was living in Sacramento for for a couple of years, and I started working at the Tequila Bar, and we were making Tommy's margaritas with, with you know fresh squeeze limes, you know agave syrup and, and, and blanco tequila, and we just sold them like hotcakes, making them like you would just crank out like you know thousands of them every every, every weekend yeah. every weekend night. So I started making those. That changed my life. I was like, wow, like, you can actually, with fresh produce, the cocktail will sing in yeah. a way that we'll never do with sour mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And so, um, you know, what are you, uh, what are you looking for as you judge these cocktails tonight? You know, I would say tonight, I'm mostly, I'm looking for some um, creativity. I'm looking for, for something a little, um, you know, outside of... Um, Outside of the realm of what I've had before, while still keeping things classic, yeah, you know, and, and and beyond all that, I'm looking for deliciousness. Right, right, you know, right. That makes sense. You know, when you were, uh, and it was probably off mic, but when you were introducing yourself to the the the, the crowd here, yeah, um, I I liked that. I was saying, I was kind of making fun. I was like, you saying brandy, but then I actually I was talking to him. I was like, I said, actually, I do know why he's doing it because. Most Americans, we don't have a point of reference. No, no, no. For, for, no. for grappa. And it is like brandy, and that is the still, yeah. it's a byproduct of the gra of uh, distilling grapes. Yeah. Uh, of making wine. And so I really like that, that, that there was that little bit of educational element in that. And so 
I love your what you're looking for tonight. Delicious, above all. Yeah. What are you most excited about though for Grappa in the United States? I'm mostly looking looking for uh, the, the novelty of something new. And, and by, I mean, I know Grappa's not new, right? Uh, uh, per se, on its own. But being used, but you never see it on craft cocktail right. menus. Yeah. And I feel like it's not getting it's not getting its proper due and its proper shine. Right. So. The beauty is like if someone makes me a, te a cocktail with tequila or a bourbon, I probably had something already that tastes kind of like it. Yeah. But if someone somebody makes you some with grappa, it's like it's pretty much almost a new invention. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Love that. Well, Eric, man, thanks for coming over and chat yeah. for a few minutes, brother. Absolute pleasure, man. Thank uh, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, man. Friend. Appreciate you and uh, have fun tonight. Cheers. All Thank right. you. Thanks. I don't know what I'm drinking, but it has a little bit of rosemary in it. It's red. It is it is smooth. I gotta tell you though, I'm kind of like a what? Like I could use some rocks. Like a, a nice ice cube for me would make this would melt it out for me. That's just me. That's why I'm not judging. <laughs> I'd be like, not that I I was I was gonna make a joke, but I've never put ice cubes in wine. I don't think. And if you do, there's nothing wrong with that. That's your thing. But I think for me, this at a um, a slightly chilled temperature would really be a banger. So. I might go pick up some more cocktails. I should be paying more attention to the names, but what I'll tell you did catch my, whatever this one is called. This shit has tomato water in it. Yes, you heard me, tomato water. Like these guys aren't playing around. When there's $3,000 on the line, people like pull out the stop. So, um, and this is just the first round of uh, mixologists, if you will, so. Wow, um, yeah, very, thank you. I said I love working with my peeps at a shared universe. Jersey Shore in the house. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't even know how you would make tomato water, but I will tell you this. You can see it, it doesn't look like it, unless there's a thing as a white tomato, and it didn't say green tomato water, but it is very pronounced. You can actually taste that it has a tomato. And I, I, I wonder, I wonder what the judges are gonna think because on one level, that tomato note is so prominent, like it's really smooth, like almost overpowering the grappa. Like you don't, you don't know even know there's a spirit, which, yeah, yeah, like a pickleback, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, that 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 tastes like tomato. Camp front. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Okay, so keep the microphone pretty close to you like his ice cream cone. There you go. Got it. So, hey, everybody. I'm back. I have another one of the judges. Tell everybody your name. Hello. I'm Tara Gillum. I'm from Chillicothe, Ohio. Wow, Chillicothe, Ohio. Yeah. Where's that? It is middle of nowhere, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're actually about 40 minutes south of Columbus. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think most people in America have some point of reference. Of, so, I, I've heard of Columbus. Yeah. Um, 
And so um, you're here to judge this competition. I am. Um, what's your background? Are you a mixologist, bartender yourself? Or you're right. What's your role in this spirits industry? Um, so I, I don't love the word mixologist personally. Good. Well, good. I didn't know because I'm just a bartender. <laughs> I'm old as hell. So I'm there's a, no such I'm thing. I'm a bartender by trade. And That's right. She's nothing from Ohio. wrong with She's that. From Chillicoochee, Ohio. <laughs> there ain't no mixologist. No. There. <laughs> like I think we need to um, reestablish that being a bartender in this country is gold, right? I we don't need that. words like mixologist. I know. So I'm a bartender. I also own my own establishment. Okay. Um, and I'm actually in town judging the Chilled 100 Spirits Awards for BCB. Oh my so. God! So you're kind of like a big deal. A small deal. I mean, like, 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 like it's small. like it's like if you know, you know, like, like, oh, that's <laughs> Tara from Ohio. She's kind of do. Um, so yeah, you have your own establishment. I do. Oh my God! Now, as I don't get into this stuff, but but as a woman, like that's a pretty decent way. Right? Like, how many women? I mean, did you? You like you didn't have a role model. Like, I want to be like that woman and own her own bar, or did you? I did. Okay, see. Yeah, I, I so I did. I was very lucky early on in my career to meet Molly Wellman out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. Um, she's an author, very um, integral in different spirits and cocktails, um, and I looked up to her from a from kind of. I won't say my beginning because I've been doing this for a long time and she's not that much older than me. Yeah. But she was definitely there to be like the person that was like, it's possible for us. Yeah. And like do it. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of did. But it is, I think it is a big deal for women in this industry to be owner operators of yeah. an establishment. That's amazing. I have to digress because in the background they're playing Milkshake by Khalees. Um, what do you think of this whole Khalees Bill Murray thing? Have you seen that? I have seen that. What do you think of that? I mean, good for him because she's a smoke I show. I know. I mean, like, I mean, like, coming that's in wild, after Nas, right? that's kind of wild. And Bill's like 74. I didn't know Bill had that. <laughs> I know he had it in him. BDE, I mean, but I, I guess mean, he does. I mean, he's a great guy and yeah. I love him, but like, wow, it's that's so a, funny. <laughs> but didn't see that coming. That is there coming. Not All right, so um, let's go back to the top of the show. How long have you owned your establishment? It just celebrated nine years. Oh my God! Like you're you're in it to win it. Yeah, I am. All right. I love this industry. Yeah. And so, do you still get behind the bar? Or are you? Are you no, in I love the the part that I love about my industry is the bar. Okay. And the people. Yeah. And doing what these people are doing, yeah. you know, in yeah. front of us, like the creative. Yeah, that's what I love. So yeah, yeah I still do it. I have a great team behind me though. Mm -hmm. That's why I can come do things like this. Yeah. Um, obviously, but yeah, I still I still like to moonlight back there. I love show it. everybody what I got. You're like, yeah, show. You say, <laughs> I'm kind of a little bit of a big deal. You got, yeah. you got to let them know. I'm not sometimes. out yet. Yeah, I'm exactly. not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as a judge of a of a cocktail contest, could you, what do you look for? So the first thing that I did when I started thinking about the evaluation process was I went back through and blindly. Um, tasted well not blindly I went back through and tasted all of the spirits blank yeah. so just tasting them on their own yeah um, just the five that are creating cocktails right now okay. so that I would be familiar with what that tastes Flavor like profile, so yeah. and what I can uh. find in those cocktails because these are very different spirits right, right. Yeah. and if you if you're looking for one note you're not gonna find that in everything um, I'm looking for creativity and excitement and um, you can always tell um, by how much technique they're doing. Like, we have somebody back there clarifying right now. Yeah. Clarifying. Yeah, somebody's got... No joke. Somebody's I watched got, he's it. Got, he's got tomato water. Clarifying. I was like, Yeah. your balls are bigger than everybody's in this room <laughs> right now. Why are... I mean, I love that, I love that you're doing that. Yeah. And so, I hope that it works out for them. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but if not, kudos to you for trying to do something so technical in such a small amount of time. So yeah. I'm looking for things like that, nuances that, you know. It's like trying to make that, uh, don't make polenta on Chopped. Everybody, right, everybody, don't, don't do you, that. You, you got 20 minutes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you don't make a polenta. Also, if, if you're doing anything in front of Jeffrey Zakarian, don't use an ISI. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Exactly. He doesn't like those. She, she, she knows her flavors and her shows. Um, so as some, as a bartender, professional career, um, and seeing trends come and go, like rap is not new, but it's not really known. What are you what What are you most excited about for? Uh, Grappa and, and cocktails moving forward. So I think what I'm more excited about is just seeing grappa and cocktails more frequently, yeah. right? Yeah. I think, unfortunately, it's kind of missed that market, but not for any good reason. It's just because our industry hasn't pushed it there. Um, and then you, you have events like this where people are excited and they're doing it. Um, and somebody's going to watch your podcast. They're going to see my Snapchat. They're going to see my Instagram. And they're going to be like, I didn't think you could use grappa in a cocktail. Yeah. And you're like, yes, you can. Yes, you should. Let's make this a staple. A grappa, grappa should be on every cocktail menu in a cocktail bar. I mean, the fact that we're not using it is almost a disappointment. I love Tara. She is so <laughs> good. Pro, we're going to, that's a mic drop moment. <laughs> they didn't even pay her to say that. She's, she's, she's coming off the dome. She's so good. You're amazing. <laughs> Thanks for coming to talk. Yeah, thank you. Right. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'll see you later. I'll come get you later, all right? Absolutely. All right, thanks, Tara. Yeah, he's picking up. He's picking yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Okay, everybody. So I'm here with the representative from Jacopo Poli, which it was, which was the the first and only grappa I had ever had until today. Thank you. Thank but, you. No, and I'm not even lying. Line. It was the only one I've ever had. I, like I, it's because it's an iconic. So tell everybody your name. See, si. and um, where are you from? Perfect. So my name is Andrea Pache. I'm lucky enough that I represent Jacopo Poli. That's like one of the first artisanal Iconic. grappa. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic grappa from Italy, from Veneto. Um, I'm from Piedmont, actually. I'm, okay. I'm coming from the wine business. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay, so you're in the wine business. Okay. Yes, I represent a few wineries as well, but just recently, two years ago, I started working with Jacopo, collaborating with him. I take care of the U.S. market. So selling grappas, but as well the vermouth, the gin, and we just launched our Negroni. Oh, wow. A pre-made Negroni. A oh, pre-made, cool. okay, yeah, no. Uh, RTD, ready to drink cocktails, is a Correct. huge category. And uh, this is a high quality producer. So you're a perfect person to talk to because uh, grappa is a byproduct of winemaking. And you started in wine. So what were some of the, so Piedmont, that's Barolo. Uh, Piedmont is, yeah, Barolo, Barbaresco. Correct, yes. Barbera de Alva. Dolcetto. So like, Please, you share with you can share with people who you worked with so they can have an understanding. Cause yes, my podcast is called the Black Wine Guy Experience, but I, I run the gamut. I've just had people who just drink wine on it. So like, tell about some of the wineries you work for, and then why you decided to come over to Grappa. Yeah, I mean Grappa. Grappa it's a it's a, a really really related to wine in my opinion. Or really really connected more yeah. than other spirits. Yes, yes. So that for me was um, a easy addition to my portfolio. Yeah. I studied winemaking, so I used to represent only winery. Got it. I represent Castello di Neve from uh, Barbaresco. Uh, yeah, yeah, wow. Barone Pizzini from Franciacorta, Suavia from Suave. Wow. Uh, my cousin's winery, Boerzio Martini, from La Morra, Barolo. And then, as I said, two years ago, I started with Jacopo Poli. So it's a great addition because stuff that they don't compete each other. Yeah. So it's fun. I go, I go selling my products in the restaurant or in a wine store, and I can go from uh, a Suave Classico, Franciacorta, Grappa, 
so it's fun. Yeah, he's, he's got he's, he's, he's got everything for everything. you. Everything. I, I got, got you covered. Something that you need. Yeah, exactly. So as as someone who has been in the business in a lot of facets, you said you study winemaking. Um, here at this campaign with Hello Grappa, what are you... Um, what, what, what are you, you're not judging, but I'm sure you're going to taste some of these cocktails. Are you looking for anything in particular? Like, like are you looking for like terroir to show up, like some of the typicity of, of, of your of your grappa to show up somehow in the cocktail, not be completely masked by what they're doing? No, no, it's interesting. It's a good question because the grappa that they're using today from Jacopo Poli yeah. is actually one of the smoothest grappa that we make. And yeah. I was a little bit worried because it's typically not a grappa that we use for mix. Right. It's no? just so I was really curious how it would like keep uh, the smooth and the aromatic of the Moscato grapes, Bomas that we use. And actually the lady over there, they make like, she makes like great, great job. Yeah. The, the um, cocktail that she built, it's really, really Yeah, I gotta go taste it. She's, she, she's, she can't keep it, at, it's gone. Yeah, she actually used kefir. Uh, she used kefir? Yeah. Wow. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Really, really I'm gonna interesting. have to try that one. Yeah. Um, and so as someone um, uh, who actually represents Grappa, what excites you about an event like this and the whole campaign of Hello Grappa? Be, be, be. Grappa is still a niche. I know. Yeah. So, in my opinion, it, Italian, most of the time, they try to work separately, no? Yeah. They, everybody is trying to sell its own stuff. Yeah. The wineries, the Grappa and everything. Yeah. And Hello Grappa is different because we need to collaborate together. We need to be together, no? The strengths of everybody together. Yeah. Can be like can, can make the difference yeah. from a niche to build a little bit the sales of grappa all together. Then of course I'm gonna sell Jacopo Poli grappa. Right. But we need to make people understand what grappa is. Right. Explaining right. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. we don't go anywhere. Yeah. No. At, and uh, we have an expression in America: all all boats rise with the tide. So the more people are educated on a grappa, then you can start making the distinctions of different styles. Absolutely. But, but until people know about it, Absolutely. it's going to languish down there. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, man, thanks for coming over to talk to me. I, I was telling it. everybody, the Italian dudes in the wine business are so smooth. They just look at this guy. He could be a fucking, <laughs> he could be a Giorgio Amato model, right? And he's, he's a solo grappa. So thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. I enjoyed <laughs> right. it. Thanks. So this is one that they got right from me. You got the little bit of ice in there. Take the edge off. I like that, but it's possibly because it's more conventional. Um, <clears throat> this is the one I believe that had the kefir in it. She mentioned the kefir and the clarifying. Takes her forever to make a drink. Of, I mean, it's very painful, but the aroma's on this. I, you can't have this, but I'm gonna let you smell this. Cause I like you. Okay, yeah, so just talking to my crew, love them so much. Well, crew and, crew and wifey support, so you know. You gotta roll in with your pretty lady. That's how my man Chris did. Um, but this one is—it smells like oolong tea, like a very fine tea. I'm excited about this one. It did take this 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 bartender. If this is very painstaking, she's clarifying stuff, but it's pretty amazing. Um, for me, the winner around one right here. Stunning. I'm gonna have to see if I can get her to come talk to me. Cause this is this is special. Maybe you want to do like wish I had a grill. I'm like so good, dude. 
This is be. This is. This is bananas right here, bro. Wherever she works, I'm gonna go there and buy this cocktail. I want like a legit. I I drink a whole cup of that. I would drink a whole cup of that. Wow. Dude, let me tell you something. Winner, winner, grab a drink for dinner. This particular cocktail is the Nikola Jokovic of grappa cocktails. <laughs> it's winning in every category by far. Wow. We'll see what the judges think. It's going to be very interesting to see what the judges think, but I, I am blown away. Didn't expect that. Didn't know what to expect, but didn't expect that. This is deadly, like, I want to chew the cup. <laughs> Have a seat, my friend. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Be you know, careful. Be careful. Okay. <laughs> this is great. I don't know the answer, you know. <laughs> First of all, before yeah. we get into it, he comes to me and says, I'm Italian. I go, look, I can tell how fucking handsome you are. I know you're Italian. Look how handsome you are. Yeah, thank how you. How smooth. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Italian dudes in the liquor industry, are, like, you guys still, you're like, you like all could be models, right? <laughs> like, it's a struggle for me not to be fat. Like, and I, you no, know, no. Um, you know, like, and, then, and, then, and then he says to me, I'm Italian, so I hope you can understand me. Dude, I'm from New Jersey. Did you know anything about the United States? Like, no, I no. barely speak English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so you're good. Yeah. We're going to communicate just fine. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm fine. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you start speaking like using slang and stuff, I'm not gonna. Oh no, 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 no! I get it. No, I, I, I will. I, I um, have done this enough. So I, I try and keep the pop culture reference, American pop culture okay. references, great, great, to a minimum. <laughs> you know, I'll say stuff like Gina Lola Bridgeta yeah. or uh, <laughs> things you can understand. Or uh, what's that woman's name? Oh my, no, who's my girl? Oh, Monica Bellucci. Oh. Monica Bellucci. Yes. Yeah, you have to pronounce it right. Monica Bellucci. See, uh, see I told you I'm from okay. New Jersey, right? See? Monica Bellucci. Awesome. All right, so my friend, tell everybody yeah. who you are and who you represent and where you're from. Okay, so I'm Luciano Pietruzzello. It's my surname, so really long. So I'm coming from Italy. So uh, Piemonte area, so okay. which is Alessandria, so really close to Barolo area. So okay. 40 minutes car so from there. So. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm working for uh, Mazzetti d'Altavilla, which is uh, based in that place, so uh, close to Alessandria and Dusty. We produce grappa since 1846, so quite young, right? Yeah. <laughs> you were producing grappa before black people were free in America. Yeah. <laughs> we still have slavery. <laughs> like, put some reference on it for you. Like, it's yeah. a long time. <laughs> we're such a young country, so that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, family is still there. So, we are now at the seventh generation. Just seven? Wow. Yeah, seven, seven. We are the second oldest distillery in Italy. Oh, uh, amazing. Northwest area, yeah. Amazing. So, we're not producing just grappa, but we produce also liquors, brandy. 
So brew liquors, sugar liquors, so different stuff. Yeah. yeah, very nice. It's my first time here in US. So really? Yeah, yeah, first time. Welcome, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so that's amazing. Different, different from compared like to where I'm from because yeah. everything is smaller. <laughs> like, I mean, everything. <laughs> yeah, well, everything's smaller, but I mean, it's it's different. It's I I, I, I have to imagine because I haven't been to Piemonte yet. But so um, have you ever been there? I know like, I've, I've been to Italy. I've been uh, to uh, Sorrento, Positano. Okay. You know, yeah, Amalfi, nice place. Coast. Nice yeah. place. Yeah, but also, you know, I want to go to Piemonte because yeah. Barolo, Barbaresco. Yeah, it's cool. And I'm more of a Barbera and, yeah. and, and Dolcetto guy, yeah. to be honest with you. I'm just, I'm a simple man. I don't, can't <laughs> afford the fine Barolo yeah, yeah, and Barbaresco. Don't worry, don't you know? worry. Same, same. <laughs> but, um, I'm the poorest one. <laughs> so, but, like, <laughs> I'm, compared to, like, how things, I'm like, it's still pretty... Got to, I mean, it's not like when your family started, but it's still pretty yeah. similar. Like, it hasn't changed too, too much, yeah. I think, because you guys are big on tradition where you're from, correct? Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So what's it like to be a seventh generation? Do you feel any pressure, or or do you feel just confident? Because we, we've been doing this forever. No, 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 absolutely. Like, um, the family is super amazing. So uh, working for this company, like, uh, we are like to be in a family every day. So uh, I feel like to be at home. Every day, mm. so uh, we're, they're really close to us, so open-minded. So it's like the best company ever. I'm not telling you just because I'm working with them, yeah. but I really love what what I'm doing and uh, for who I'm working. So yeah, that's a good feeling. So, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> uh, have you been involved in the campaign for all three years, or uh, like how do you feel? How do you feel about the Hello Grappa campaign? Why? Why do you think it's important? Yeah, I think it's the best way to promote Grappa. So we had a chance like to uh, be all together. So, mm -hmm. you know, strength. So it's different. So, uh, and I think it's, uh, it's been a really a good project like to promote Grappa. So I'm really happy like to have to have this chance to come here and meet you guys because you're so funny like <laughs> and uh, I mean <laughs> it's amazing so yeah so I'm really happy with this uh, tell everybody a little bit about uh, the style is there like is there a, a theme through your grappa or, or tell everybody how many different grappas do you produce and kind of what's the style or philosophy behind uh, your distillery um, wow <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. No, no, no. It's perfect, dude. This you can cut, right? No, we don't, no, we don't cut. <laughs> See, watch this. Fuck. See, that's going so, to that's it. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay, so... Mabafangulo. Yeah, it's exactly. Okay. Mabafangulo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, basically, um, we produce uh, grappa using just pharmacies from our region. Okay, so, so from just, just from Piemont. Okay. So, we only uh, working with that pharmacy, so Barbera, okay. uh, Barolo, Moscato. Um, That's right, I forget, Moscato Diasti. Yeah, Moscato. Moscato oh, I love Moscato. Yeah, Moscato is... What type of good. grappa does that make? Uh, Moscato. Is it's it sweeter or is it know, more it's aromatic? It's really sweet, so really smooth. So I think it's the best way to approach, to approach grappa. So Especially in America, really we gentle, have those, yeah, yeah, gentle. We have a, so, yeah, yeah uh, I would say, yeah. Okay, and so... Um, what um, what are you what are you, what I, I know you're not a judge, but you will probably taste some of these. And for the person who has making your cocktails, is there something you're looking for? Is like is there something you wanna like are you looking to see like this still points to our place, this still points to our style. Are you looking for that or are you just looking for like creativity off the off the 
Yeah, uh, we do love the creativity. So uh, yeah, uh, that guy that he might like a super cocktail like with uh, using our Barolo, okay, uh, which is 18 months aging. So I really loved it. So yeah. And uh, one last question before I let you go, my yeah. friend. What is uh, what are you most excited about for the future of Grappa in the United States and around the world? Uh, sorry. So yeah, so like you know, Grappa is still like you, 1846, second yeah. oldest distillery in yeah. Italy. It's been around s longer than so many things in our country, yet it's still relatively unknown. Yeah. So what are you excited about for the future of Grappa in the United States? Is anything that makes you happy lights you up? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that it will getting bigger day by day but of course we need more time so uh, I think it's only started so it's a proper Italian product so even in Italy I mean like people young people like they starting now to approach Grappa because they still believe there is a product just um, uh, I don't know how to say bound no I don't know how to say like Bound to old people. Yeah, for old, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bound yeah. to. It's for old people. Yeah, just oh, for old people. My grandfather drinks that. You know, yeah. 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 So yeah. it was like uh, the worst approach that we had. Uh, me, for example, when when I started like to drinking grappa, when it were uh, when I was young, I would say like 18 years. Yeah. Uh, so it was like drinking grappa like as a shot. You yeah. know, like yeah. vodka. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, we're talking about 43 degrees percentage mm -hmm. so if you drink like on that way they're gonna burn your throat okay <laughs> so the best way is like teach all the people to how to taste grappa yeah so and then the it's, it's done yeah well man thank you so much for first of all it's been a pleasure coming to new york yeah. <laughs> to be a part of this thank you for being an incredible spending a few minutes with me talking and sharing about thank where you you're too, from guys so it's thanks been amazing man. all right thank you. awesome thanks my Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. You had some fun while you were here. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you want to be an insider and get special content, make sure you go over to blackwineguy.com and get on our email list.